Welcome to the Prosperous Piano Teacher Podcast. I'm Ashley Young, pianist, instructor, and business coach, and I'm here to help you dream big about what your studio could be if you are willing to open your mind and level up your business skills. I'm going to share the tangible strategies that I've learned for streamlining and scaling your studio so that you can align your business to work for your life instead of letting your business control your life. I am so happy that you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome into another episode of the Prosperous Piano Teacher Podcast. I am Ashley, your host, and I'm so excited that you are here today because we are going to be talking about timeless marketing strategies to get more customers and make more money now. These are strategies that I've learned over the years and that I've been taught by business coaches and that I've read about and listened to on podcasts and in books, um, and that a lot of the the biggest names in the online business world talk about. And so they're not necessarily, I mean, you might've heard of some of these before, but we're going to go through these strategies and I'm going to give you some little tidbits about how you can utilize them, like for your studio, regardless of if you're trying to get more students into your in-person studio or grow your following online or sell digital courses. These strategies are going to work for anything that you're doing, anything that you are marketing, anything that you are selling um, in any capacity. So I'm excited to dive in, but I also, I just have to share with you, I'm recording this episode right now. It's a Tuesday morning and it's like very rainy outside. It's chilly. I am 100% in sweats and a sweatshirt because it's just been a crazy couple of weeks. And I can't wait to share more with all of you. I think last week on the podcast, I mentioned I'm going to do an episode here in the next couple of weeks about my big, huge launch of Casual the Confident Piano Player that I've done here at the beginning of the year. Right now, when I'm recording this, I'm actually on the last day of the launch and it's been wild. It's been unbelievably amazing. And I can't wait to share with you, but I'm just it's just been crazy. It's like the holidays happened. And then there were, there was like an, that giant ice storm that we had here. And I know every, everywhere in the U S experienced insane weather. And then, um, I'm like, Oh, I was traveling and it's just been, Oh, and then I got back and immediately dove into like piano practice lab and this launch. So I just feel like it's been go, 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 go. And I'm finally kind of like almost wrapping up the launch and moving into a season where, I mean, things are always busy, but it's going to be a little bit less crazy. And I'm so excited for it. So I'm, I'm leaning into that right now <laughs> by recording this in my sweats. I have a heated blanket on my lap. Um, my casual to confident members know that I always have a heated blanket on my lap in the winter. Cause like when I'm sitting at my desk, I just get so cold. It's, it's crazy. So that's my, my, one of my favorite work hacks is a heated blanket on the lap. So I hope that you are feeling cozy and relaxed wherever you are, or if you're not right now, maybe you will be soon. Um, so that you can dive in with me to this episode and take these strategies and really start to apply them. Even if you just take one little thing in one little way and you start to experiment with it, you are going to see how these marketing strategies really do make a huge difference and can directly result in more customers and more money for your business. So um, before we dive in, I would love to ask you again to rate and review the podcast. I just actually, as I was sitting down to record this, I got an Instagram DM from someone who screenshotted their review and sent me a little voice memo and was like, I just was about to send you another message saying how much I love the podcast, but instead I decided to just go ahead and write you a review. And 
literally makes my entire day. Like I'm beaming. I'm so excited. I'm going to be thinking about it all day. It's going to go into my gratitude journal. Um, I love, I love when you let me know what resonates with you, what you want to hear more of, what you're liking about the podcast. And of course, any feedback that you have. Um, okay, let's dive in. So when we talk about marketing, I think marketing can, um, people say marketing so much that I remember like when I first was diving into the online business world, I felt really confused about like what marketing even was. Um, and essentially when we break it down to like the simplest definition, marketing is promoting and selling your products and services. And every business has to do this, right? If you're not promoting and selling your products and services, you don't have a business. Um, and it doesn't matter if you are promoting and selling via word of mouth, via a wait list, via a website, social media, flyers in a coffee shop, it doesn't matter. Anytime you promote or sell your products or service, that is marketing. So that could be as simple as having a conversation with another parent at a birthday party about how you teach piano lessons, okay? In a way, you are marketing, right? Because you're talking about what it is that you do and you're talking about your services. You might not be in marketing mode where you're like thinking, I'm gonna promote by talking to this other parent at a birthday party, but you are, right? Anytime that you're talking about promoting or selling your products or services. And there are so many different ways to market in this day and age endless ways that you can market. And I think that that's a beautiful thing. And I think that that also makes it very confusing and can make it a little overwhelming to know where to start. Um, I gave you one example just last week, I think on the podcast, when I talked about one of my favorite marketing strategies, which is the profit loop episode, where we talked about enrollment events and how um, impactful those can be for your business and how they can result in like these huge waves of business coming in. And we've talked about many other examples of marketing as well. So you can definitely go back to previous episodes and see when I've talked about like content creation, when I've talked about the profit loop, when I've talked about any marketing, um, excuse me, if I've used marketing in the title, you know that I'm going to give you some, some good information about how to promote and sell your services. And today we're going to talk about, let's see, let me look at my list. I think I have four. Yeah, four strategies. And these are timeless strategies. These are things that people have been doing since advertising became a thing, right? These are things that once you're aware of them, you'll notice other people using them. You'll notice people using them um, in sales emails. You'll notice people using them in commercials that you see, right? You'll notice next time you get a coupon in the physical mail that they're utilizing some of these strategies because these are timeless and they work. And that's why I want to share them with you because it doesn't matter who you are or what your business looks like. Uh, putting some of these strategies into your marketing will result in more customers and more money for you. Okay, so let's dive in. So the first timeless marketing strategy that I want to talk about is creating buzz. Okay, so this is when you let people know ahead of time what you are doing and you kind of sneak it in right? Like you drop hints about what you're doing and you create buzz. And I think a company that does a really, really great job of this is Apple with their new iPhones that are coming out or with really any new product that's going to come. It's not just like all of a sudden one day there's a new iPhone, right? No, 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 no. That's not what happens. It's for months and sometimes even like years or the better part of a year, you'll be hearing like, oh, Apple's going to come out with the new iPhone 15. And did you see that article that Tech Insider posted? I'm making stuff up, but that, you know, Tech Insider posted saying that the camera is going to be able to do this, 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 and this, right? And it's not just like Tech Insider decided that they would write an article. Apple is absolutely behind that promotion and that buzz generation. Okay. So a really great way to do this and to implement this into your business, regardless of what size it is or what you're doing in your business, is to plan things out ahead of time. 
And I love to do this on a yearly basis. So I look at the year ahead of time and I think about what am I doing each quarter? Like, what are my huge goals for the year? How am I breaking that down? What are the goals for the quarter? What am I promoting during that quarter? And then breaking that down to a monthly level and then that down to a weekly level. And I talk about this a lot in episode 35. Um, I think the title is like two steps for setting kick-ass income goals and reaching them in 2024. And break down this process of how you can go through and like plan out your year from an income standpoint. But when you're doing this and you're thinking like, oh yeah, I already know in June, I'm going to be launching this group class or I'm going to be adding three spots to my studio, or I'm going to be promoting, you know, this new membership that I created. If you know that that's happening in June, take that deadline and work backwards. So if that's happening in June, that means that, you know, at a certain point, you would need all of the people to be paid and signed up probably, you know, a week or two before the thing opens. And then that means that before that, for several weeks, you're going to have to be promoting it. But that also means that for several weeks before that, or even months, you can be teasing it. You can be mentioning like in June, there's something really exciting that's going to happen in the studio. Okay. So let's say, let's take that example where you're going to be opening up a new group class that you're going to be offering to your studio. And you know that that's going to happen in June. You can start talking about it now. You don't have to say what it is. You don't have to say, um, you don't even have to mention that it's a group class, but you can start to tease in June. There's going to be some really exciting updates to the studio. And I want you to make sure that you stay tuned. I want you to make sure that you're checking your email. You know, I'll tell you about it in your lessons, of course, but just make sure to have that date of June in the back of your mind because some exciting stuff is coming in the studio. Now, why does the creation of Buzz help you? Well, first of all, because it, it lets your current customers know it gives them, it plants the seeds. Okay, that was not really a great sentence, but it plants the seeds. It plants the seeds that, oh, okay, well, in June, really exciting things are happening. And maybe you have a student who has a lot of activities that are going on and they're thinking, um, you know, I, I have soccer, I have dance, I have piano, and I don't know, I'm feeling really overwhelmed. Da, 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 da. And maybe they're on the fence. Maybe they're kind of starting to think in the direction of like perhaps stepping back from piano. But when you create buzz about things and you are, you know, you always have these little things that you're creating buzz about. And really what you're doing is you're just kind of like telling people beforehand what you're doing. Um, it, it gives them things to look forward to, right? And so it can help with your retention rates because it helps your current customers feel like they're privy to information that maybe the general public isn't. And that's like kind of another strategy that you can utilize there is you can create buzz specifically within your current customer base and you can let them know that you are telling them before you're telling anyone else. Um, but then also, for new customers, it gives them time to mentally prepare. Okay. And I'll give you an example. So like one thing that I started doing this last year is I started telling people when enrollment for casual, the confident piano player was going to open because my, my plan in my business for that is that I only want to open it twice a year. And that I want those open enrollment periods to be huge and like really, really big, a ton of new members, a ton of new income. I want those enrollment periods to be really, really profitable and also really big. And I want to onboard those clients with a lot of success and have them feel like they are really taken care of. And so part of that, I used to just open enrollment, but I felt like when I did that, it came as a surprise and it wasn't really like, it, it didn't give people time to think about it. Right. Especially if the open enrollment period was only a week long, that's not very much time to think about like, can I invest in this program? Can I make these changes to my life? Can I, in fact, you know, can I put this into my schedule? But now my audience knows that an enrollment opens twice a year. They know, I told them that it's going to open in January and it's going to open sometime in the fall. And I didn't tell them exactly when in the fall, but I will as the, as I know the date and as it gets closer, because then they can mentally prepare. 
they can financially prepare, and they can really take an audit of their lives and their schedule and see if this is something that they can fit in, okay? So creating buzz, not only for your current customers, which is a strategy in and of itself, especially if you're only let, like, if there's a certain phase where you let your current customers know before you let anyone else know, um, and then creating buzz for your, for anyone, anyone in your communities, anyone in your audience, anyone in the public to just let them know what's coming, not where you just announce things early, but where you kind of strategize and say like something exciting is coming, something, some exciting opportunity will be presented at this point in time. Okay. All right. Number two, the second marketing strategy that is so timeless that you can use um, for anything. I'm going to call it something and then I'm going to give you a word. So I like to refer to this marketing strategy as being honest about your capacity. Okay. Being honest about how many spots you have. Another way that this is framed often is scarcity. Okay. And when you hear marketing, like if you read any of Alex Hermosi's books, which are really, really good, and you hear him talk about marketing, he's going to use the term scarcity. And a lot of people will use the term scarcity. I hate the word scarcity because I don't want to have scarcity in my world at all. I don't want scarcity when it comes to time or money or anything. So I don't love the word scarcity, but I, someone, I think it, maybe it was Alex Hermosi in one of his books, reframed it as just being honest about your capacity. Be honest about how many spots you have left. Um, a great example of this is one of my private business coaching that we were working with, that I was working with re recently was opening up her wait list. And I was asking her how many people she had on the wait list. And she, it was a lot. I think it was double digits. Like it might've been like 10 or 11 or 12. It was over 10. And I was like, okay, and how many spots do you have to fill? And she said three. And I was like, okay, great. That's an amazing position to be in because you have double digit number of people on the wait list and you only need to fill three spots. And also you should let them know that you only have three spots available. And we kind of had this conversation about it, about why that was important. And really what you're doing when you use scarcity is you're not, I don't like driving scarcity. I don't want people to think like, oh, I'm going to miss out. If I have to buy it now, I'm going to miss out. But the fact of the matter is that if if someone knows that there's an endless amount of something, it's very different than knowing that there's only a certain number of something. And when it comes to the reality of running a business, none of us have unlimited capacity, right? None of us. And that's true. I mean, if you're working one-on-one -on -one with students, you for sure don't have unlimited capacity because you only have a certain amount of time in the day to take on clients. Okay. But this is, this is true even for people that are online, even with something that's scalable. I mean, I guess theoretically I now have unlimited capacity with my course secrets to site reading, but the more that that grows and the more that I sell, the more customer inquiries I get, the more customer service things, emails I get. Right. So that is more scalable. But when it comes to something like casual to confident, I don't have unlimited capacity. If a hundred people were to join right now in the last like 15 hours of enrollment, <laughs> my brain would break. I don't have the capacity to support a hundred new members all at the same time in casual confident because of the high touch nature of that program. And the same thing is true about you, um, regardless of what you're selling, right? Unless you have something turned so automatic and you have every single thing automated about it, like a digital course, like secrets to sight reading. Um, the truth is that you likely couldn't have unlimited numbers of people partake in it or buy it right now. Okay. So being honest about your capacity can be a really great driving factor that gets people off the fence. Okay. If you're going to email your waitlist, or if you're going to advertise a group class, tell people how many spots you have. Um, especially if it's a, if it's a small number, right. And tons of companies do this, but 
one of the companies that I can think of off the top of my head is Nike. They, they do this all the time with like limited edition sneakers, right? Or even now we're at the point where like breweries and wineries are doing this too, um, where it's like, oh, only 500 bottles of this are made a year. Boosendorfer does this with, or I'm not Boosendorfer, sorry, Beckstein, C. Beckstein. There's only like, it used to be, I don't know what it is anymore, but it used to only, it used to be like 500 C. Becksteins were made a year, right? And so piano companies do it, booze does it, Nike does it, like everyone does it. And it's like this limited thing or really what, what they're communicating is that there's only a certain number. Okay. And you can do that in your business and it will help move people off the fence. Okay. Speaking of moving people off the fence, next one is great for this as well. So the third timeless marketing strategy is giving deadlines. Okay. Now giving deadlines is so important. And in fact, as I'm saying this, I'm realizing this could be an entire episode in and of itself, but giving deadlines is very important. One from a communication standpoint. From a communication aspect, giving deadlines is essential. You have to communicate with your current clients and with potential clients about like your process and the way that you do things and what the deadlines are. And this is true when it comes to onboarding new students. Like if you send them your studio policy and they have a start date for their lesson, you still need to be really clear about when they need to get that signed studio policy returned to you, right? Giving deadlines and timelines is really important as a part of just clear communication and being organized. But when it comes to marketing, it also understands your, or excuse me, it helps your customer understand why now, okay? Why now versus next time? Why now versus next week, next month, next year? And I'll give you a couple of examples of this, but um, the way that I do open enrollment for Casual to Confident Piano Player, I'm talking about that a lot because it's top of mind, is that enrollment only opens twice a year, right? Now, there's a huge back-end strategy to that and a huge reason for that for my personal life and the way that I want my business to work with my personal life and from an onboarding standpoint of like how to onboard clients and from a customer satisfaction standpoint of like making sure that all of these customers are entering the program as a cohort and they feel connected and I can give them all of the attention. There's a huge back-end strategy to why I do an open enrollment, but the fact of the matter is that it also makes it not available all the time, right? We're kind of factoring in like scarcity and deadlines all in the same time because it's not something that you have access to all the time. It's not something that lives on my website that people can join at any point. The only time to join is when enrollment is open. And otherwise, if you click the join now link on the website, it will take you to the wait list and you can join the wait list. Okay. And so deadlines AKA like what I'm utilizing, where I say you can enroll now and then enrollment closes at midnight on February 6th. After that, you cannot join until the end of the year. That works very, very, very effectively. Okay. So enrollment closing, that is one way that you can do that. And you can utilize that in your private studio too, right? If you know that you want to enroll X number of students, let's say five new students in the fall or five new students for the summer, and you start advertising and marketing a few months before that, you can say, I have five spots open for the fall, or I have five spots open for the summer. I know these spots are going to go fast. Make sure you get in touch with me if you want one of those spots. Okay. Um, excuse me. That was scarcity. I have five spots. What I was going to say, starting by September 13th, right? So these spots are going to close on September 13th. So if you want one of these five spots, make sure that you get in touch with me as soon as possible, because after September 13th, those spots will no longer be available. Sorry about that. I was doing scarcity, but that's scarcity with deadlines. Okay. And they're very effective when you put them together as well. Now, another way that you can do a deadline is you can have a bonus that goes away. 
And this is, you, you'll see this all the time. I mean, this is like the most famous um, example of like a coupon, right? This limited time coupon, like buy one, get one free only until this date, right? It's not forever. It's just until this deadline. And you'll see that with any kind of coupon is going to have a deadline or an expiration date. And that's like the most basic example of the way that you can give deadlines. Now, I give a deadline with a bonus that goes away with secrets to sight reading. So that course is evergreen, meaning that you can technically buy it at any point. You could just go on and buy the basic course. However, when people opt in to watch um, the class that sells that course for 48 hours, they have an option to buy the course with a bonus. And the bonus is an additional course that teaches them how to overcome performance anxiety. Now, after 48 hours, that bonus goes away. They can still buy the course, but the bonus goes away. Okay. And so that is a deadline. So the deadline to get that bonus goes away. And that is also very effective. And you could do this in, in a private studio or in other ways online um, where you offer, you know, like one free lesson, or maybe you offer free books or like Guitar Center, I think has advertisements where they offer a free guitar um, when they sign, when you sign up for lessons in these certain promotional periods that have deadlines. Okay. So deadlines communicate when something goes away it makes people commit now as opposed to waiting until later all right the last one we're going to talk about today the fourth timeless marketing strategy is um is to speak to your customer about why this will help them Okay. And this is one that I could do lots of episodes on as well. And I've mentioned this in other episodes, but I wanted to break it down because it's come up several times for me in the last couple of weeks where I've been working with teachers and this exact issue has come up. So when you are marketing, it doesn't matter where or what you're marketing. It doesn't matter who you are marketing to talk less about who you are and what you do and talk more about why, what, what you do will benefit them. Okay. Um, and so I'll give you an example. So when I promote casual, the confident piano player, and in general, in my content and in, in anything that I put out in my YouTube videos, in my Instagram posts, on my website, I don't talk about the fact that I have a master's degree in classical piano performance. I don't talk about the fact that I've played at Carnegie hall or the Kennedy center, or that I've you know, had appeared as a soloist with orchestras. I mean, I do here and there, like I'll mention it and I'll do it now. Like I'll tell parts of my stories when I'm doing free events like Piano Practice Lab, but I don't advertise that all the time. And it's not front and center on my website. And it's not something that I talk about all the time. Why? Because frankly, nobody cares. <laughs> I mean, they do and they don't, right? Like to some people, the degrees that you have and the accolades after your name will mean a lot to some people. But most people don't really care that much about you or me, okay? They really care about if you can help them. They really care about what you do and how it's going to benefit them. And so in your marketing, I see a lot of teachers on their website that kind of a really simple example of this is they'll use I a lot, right? And they'll speak in first person of like, I do this in the studio, in the studio, we do this, I foster this, I believe this, I want this for you. And one really easy way that you can make this shift is to never say I in your marketing. Okay. And I don't actually think you should never say I, but I would say that probably 2% of the time you should, you can say I, and then 98% of the time, I want you to say you. So in your marketing, you are saying you, you will experience this in the program. This is why you need rhythm. This is why you da 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 da. 
Okay. Because when someone sees a piece of marketing and they know instantly how it will benefit them and how it will transform them personally, they're interested. And they are much more likely to continue to listen or continue to read or continue to be interested in what it is that you are marketing and selling. If you are talking about yourself and your whole website is in first person talking about I and we, and this is what we do in the studio. Yes, those things are important, but there are ways that you can speak to your ideal customer um, that is much more results driven and much more speaking to the benefit that they will get. Okay. So really great shift, like I said, is to just go through your copy on social media, go through your copy on, um, on your website, go through your emails that you're sending and just see how much you're using I and see if you can just shift the tense and talk about you, talk about your customer, talk directly to them. Um, another way that I see this done often is like, uh, people will do the, like all about me, Instagram posts of like, Hey, in case you haven't met me, this is what I do. And I think that there are, there's nothing wrong with that. First of all, sometimes they're cute. They're clever. Like I love to read them. And I do think that if you have people in your audience that really want to know more about you, those can be really effective. But I think if, if all you're doing is that, and then marketing, that's not an effective strategy. But if you can turn your marketing where into really valuable posts where you highlight your unique brilliance and you weave your story into your marketing that is ultimately speaking to how you can help other people, that is where the winning formula is, okay? All right, so let's review really quickly. So these four strategies, one, create buzz, which means you know your deadlines and you know that before you're even officially advertising something, you're gonna be creating buzz by dropping little hints or letting people know that something is coming on a certain time frame. okay? Number two, you're gonna be honest about how many spots you have or what your capacity is, in other words, scarcity. Number three, giving deadlines, making your customer know why now versus later. And number four, speaking to your customer about why you, what you are selling will help them and less about you and what you do. I hope that these were really helpful. And I would be really curious to know if you were to like take one of them and just next time you're opening up spots, next time you're selling something, or even next time you're writing a piece of content, try one of these strategies and see what happens. And then maybe even commit to one of these strategies over time or testing out a few of these strategies. And I promise you, you are going to see a change in how many customers you get the attention of and how much money you are able to bring in when you utilize these strategies. Have an amazing week. You are amazing. You are so, so, so amazing. And I want to hear from you. Message me on Instagram. Let me know if you like this episode. Rate and review it. Reach out. Let me know in the Prosperous Piano Teacher Facebook group, like what kind of episodes you want to, um, what, what kind of episodes you want to hear. I can't wait to hear from you and I'll talk with you next week. Have a great one. Thank you so much for listening. I love connecting with open-minded business owners from all over the world. As you know, a studio policy is one of the most important assets of your business and a good studio policy will save you time and energy. For this reason, I created a free PDF with a list of three ways that you can level up your studio policy right now. To grab the free PDF, head on over to ashleyjyoung.com slash level up and the link is in the show notes as well. Talk to you soon.